Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Primitive Minds. Today, I have a very special guest, Defoe. How's it going? Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. Just really excited to talk to you. And you know, awesome. I'm <laughs> glad to be here. Yeah, me, me, me too, me too. But uh, first of all, from listening to your music, like I was telling you when you called me. Holy crap, like, how did, you know, like, what inspired you to make, you know, to pick up the mic and to do this type of music, the style that you do? I, I don't know. I just, like, inside, I have so much drama. I'm so dramatic that, like, it's so, un, it's it's not, like, a good thing to be dramatic in real life, so it's really fun to infuse so much drama into my music. Um, yeah. So I just, and I, I like, I'm really curious about invoking uh, responses, like physical responses from people with music. I think it's really fascinating to be able to do that with audio through someone else's speakers in another part of the world. And then they get to kind of uh, get affected by something that you make in your bedroom or something. It just, there's something about the power of that and the exchange of energy that's really fascinating to me. So I always try to push things to the limit to see uh, kind of like how much of an extreme I can I can take it there. So that's pretty much my obsession. And what is there anybody in particular that inspired you to pick up the mic? The mic? Oh, well, it's interesting. Like, I don't have like the usual like uh, artists who inspire me. It's always like kind of something that they create that inspires me. Like, I really like a lot of film score people, like um, uh, Enio Morricone, how uh, he does some of his film scores, you know. Um, he does things a little different. Uh, he, when there's a guitar player, like, he makes them strum it really hard to where they, like, almost break the strings and bend the strings. Um, I also like uh, old school music. Like, I like... Beach Boys for their harmonies. I like Bonnie Francis for her buttery vocals. I like um, just I like a lot of things. I don't know some. Are, I I don't like one artist's full catalog. I like different things that they create for different reasons. Like I like Bjork too. She pushes the limits. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That that's awesome, and that's awesome to know that you know a lot of different people. You know, kind of inspired you so that's great thanks thank you yeah definitely and uh you know the first song that i ever heard from you was something happening mm-hmm. oh man that that scared me i was kind of you know and it was i i listened to that song you know during the night after i got out of work oh with. no yeah, so being tired and listening to that song kind of woke me up a little bit because I was a little bit more aware after listening to that. <laughs> but uh, how funny! But uh, can you talk to me a little bit more about the lyrics and you know the inspiration on that song and the video break? And can you break down the video a little bit? You know? <clears throat> oh sure. Um, okay, so the song something's happening. Um, I actually scored uh, a horror movie um, last year called 420 Massacre. Um, which is the first um, kind of like uh, kind of taught horror slasher film ever, and it was really cool. I love scoring films; that's, that's like my favorite. And the director was really kind enough to let me own uh, 
the score. So I wanted to challenge myself and take the, the most intense scene where the monster is literally chasing um, the, the main character down through the woods. And I wanted to challenge myself and turn it into a song. And so I sat down and I just started singing it line by line, writing it line by line. I kept all of the first take. It just is what it is. And it just came out. And I just kind of, kind of, uh, use the sense of urgency that I felt through the song to create the lyric. And then the, so pretty much the final product ended up being really badass. I loved it. And so I knew that I wanted to make a music video with it. I know it's not single format. I know it's not like super hitty. Um, but I just know that the visuals would be really fun to film. And I did not want to do something typical, like it definitely sounds kind of jungly and intense and gritty. So you would think that it would be me being chased in the woods and just really gritty and dark. But I wanted to step away from that and do a completely opposite visual with a really clean, colorful, sterile environment. And I found this room that lights up in different colors. And that room was created for the dark night. It was, uh, it was the Batmobile room which is so cool. So I was fangirling out so big on that room. And it was cool because the, the room almost acted like another character besides myself. It, and it really it did, yes. So it was really fun. And um, I think it turned out way better than I could have ever hoped. Yeah, that I, I honestly kind of had a hard time falling asleep after watching that. But <laughs> I, I loved it. I'll probably end up that song alone made my playlist, and I, I heard most of your music. Oh, honestly, all of your music, but not that night because I was already too kind of creeped from the style yeah. of music. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I loved the whole album, and it was great. <laughs> but you. uh, you're welcome. And uh, one also kind of spoke to me was a uh, picture. What was the inspiration? What was the inspiration behind that song? Well, um, for that song, I started with my uh, nylon string guitar and just stayed on one note. I found a BPM that kind of fit with my mood and heart rate. And I'm just like, yeah, just so chill. And so I just kind of hung on that note, like ding, 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 and moved ding, 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 ding. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm picking up what I'm down right now. And then I just, after that, like it kind of created its own life form and it was kind of playing me what it needed to put on there. So like it needed a certain kind of drums, like super chill. And, and there was something about the song that felt really chill and vibey and almost positive and lots of attitude. So lyrically, I wanted to, I know that we all go through something where, you know, our parents pass. Like a, there's people that are really important to us that pass. And yeah, really definitely. devastating, but it's a part of it's a part of life, and it's something that we grow from, and we can all kind of come together with that same um, experience. And so, it's I think it's the best experience when you know you go through the mourning period, and someone passes that was really influential that you really love, and then you're just really positive about it by keeping their picture with you. So it's about someone who keeps someone they love their picture with them wherever they go and it just keeps them strong and it reminds them to be a good person and to just just kick ass at life and it's about just being really cheeky and being like you know what I can do anything with them your picture you're always in my heart I always think about you and it's just a really interesting twist of contrast as opposed to just sad and 
mopey and I love making sad and mopey songs. A lot of my albums has a sad song. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of put like a inspirational kind of positive twist on being able to celebrate people that pass. So yeah, I, <laughs> interesting. That, that is wow. I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm smiling right now so much this song is just literally wow. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it's bittersweet. It, it really is, yes, yeah. And uh, one like one more song I wanted to talk about was uh, the road to El Paso was a really good mm-hmm. change to, you know, what we were listening to or what I was listening to. Oh, totally you know, night and day. What what inspired that? What inspired that song and what inspired the way that you, you know, created that masterpiece? <laughs> okay, so um, that one's an interesting one. So I, li- I like to be a storyteller and I like to, I don't know, I think someday I'm probably going to write stories. I'm sure I, 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 I sure, I'm sure I totally will. I'm a, I'm a big dreamer. Um, so I pretty much on the iPad, we were on a road trip driving through El Paso and I was just dreaming about El Paso and kind of like, what a cool name, you know, and like the history of like what probably went down here. And I was thinking about like the old wild west before, like there was a real, like, you know, before there was real, uh, what's that word? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm fuzzy brain today. Before yeah, there was yeah. like just a justice system, like you kind of had to take it in your own hands. So it's kind of about a woman who had to uh, kill a man to protect her child. And because oh. of that, she, she's on the run. And she she sacrificed being able to raise her child um, to to go on the run, you know, or else they'd probably hang her, you know, because back in the day, a woman definitely could not do that. And so it's about a woman doing a mother. It's about motherhood, doing what she can't, what she will for her young, you know, it's, it's, it's raw, it's really uh, deep, and you know what, there's a lot of stories that are set out there in the history books, but I feel like there's a lot of untold stories that we never get to hear, and I like to think that I might, I, hopefully I tapped into someone's story that was, wasn't told, and um, I'm honoring it somehow, I don't know, I'm weird. <laughs> I, I love that, because, yeah, people always tell the same stories, but, you know, when I heard your music, it was kind of a different ballpark. If, if anything, it was it was an intense ride. Like you literally have to be clear-minded, cause man, that's oh man, your music was so different to me. And like seriously, <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Every song's very different on the track. I, have, I guess I have music ADD. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, what was the inspiration? I, what was the inspiration to uh calling the your album too soon to cry? Um, the inspiration for that, like when I came up with that idea, I was like, oh my gosh, that that definitely is it. It's almost, it's almost like a joke. It's almost kind of like a play on, uh, how sensitive I guess I am sometimes. You know, it's it's kind of oh, funny. Okay. Like I'm, a, I'm a Pisces, so I'm really sensitive and. You know, like uh, all, all my songs, I, I would try to infuse so much heart and so much drama 
like, uh, you know, when you hear a song, it makes you want to cry, but you're like, no, no, not yet. I'm in public. Or if you're in the movie theater and you're sitting yeah. next to a bunch of new or a date or something, and there's a part that pulls your heartstrings and you have that ball in your throat because you're really trying to hold back those tears. You're like, okay, oh, yeah. too soon to cry. Like, I got to run to the bathroom to do this SHIT, you know. So it, it's, it's about that moment where, like, you're trying to hold it in until you get to the bathroom to cry or, or be alone. Because it's just so funny that we feel like it's inappropriate to cry in public. There's something about it that, hold, that holds us back. Like, society still is kind of weird about it. But yeah, showing your emotions. So that's kind of like me making fun of that, too soon to cry. That was the best explanation ever. But you're so <laughs> right, though. You you hit it. You hit it yeah. right yeah, it was that was a really good uh, definition of that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I like that. Yeah, or else you're unhinged. People think, oh, she's unhinged. Like, you know, but it's, it's sad. It's sad that that happens because, you know, there's a lot of things sometimes. It's okay to cry. It's okay to have that. But people are just so judgmental. They don't know yeah. what's going on. They just, that's just how it is. So. Yeah, it's sad, but... Wow, I'm, I'm definitely okay. gonna tell a lot of people about your music because thank you. I'm, we're we're all we're all a little broken inside, and you know, yes, music is just incredible. We're broken and beautiful. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we are broken and beautiful. Yes, definitely. I kind of and, see uh, that like I kind of see that like a. Uh, all the pain that we go through, we're in the dark, you know, like all of us are in the dark and we just feel so alone, but we're painting something in the dark and we don't know what we're doing. But when the light finally turns on, the whole time you're painting this masterpiece. So there's so much work that goes into the, the dark depths that we experience, you know. So like, just wait. If you just make it through the other side, there's beauty that you've created in that darkness. So. Yeah, definitely. I Yeah, that's the truth right there. And um, do you guys have any, or do you have any tour plans for twenty nine for twenty twenty available, or is there any uh, plans for that? We are definitely uh, creating um, uh, some live shows, but right now, since my album is so diverse and just so weird and odd, I wasn't sure what kind of people would listen to my album. So I'm using this opportunity to kind of learn about my um, fan base and my audience right now. And it's kind of interesting. I'm getting people from all across the board. So, it's, you know, so I can be able to curate the shows properly. Um, yeah. So right now I'm just listening and uh, reacting to fans, just talking to people, and just kind of getting to know my fan base. Definitely. That's a that's a good way to to too. And, uh, all I have to say is please come to South Texas because I will buy tickets and invite awesome. people. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm very I excited that. to see you perform one day. I'll, yeah, please do. <laughs> okay, and I will. Who, who, who would you guys? Who would you like to to tour with? Oh man, I'm still trying to learn who I who I lump up with musically. Um, I don't know. I, there's so many great artists out there, really. Like, so many great underground artists. It's not just the people that you see on TV or hear on the radio. There's just so many great, um, uh, just artists. I guess like one artist I think I I think I might lump up with pretty well is a new rising artist called um, Ayawana Gika. She's really interesting, really dark. She's very feminine. I think she's touring with Garbage right now. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I have to do some more of my research, but like I think artists, strange artists like that who um, try to, to, to kind of break the mold a little bit. That's that's I can see that yeah, and I've yeah. never heard I've never heard that artist that you mentioned, but I would really really like to check them out because you know if you know if it's coming from you and I listen to them and I, and I already listen to the music that you play, I'm sure it's just as good you know. Yeah, she's really interesting, a really interesting person. The spelling is I. O A N N A last name G I K A. I've been um kind of really in. She's been really intriguing me lately with her, just her stage presence and kind of what she's been doing. So I think artists along those lines. That that would that would be amazing. Yeah, I can't wait sure. for that to happen because I believe it can and I believe it will too. I really hope and, so. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. And uh, do you have a message to the fans? Something that you would like to let your fans know? Yes, I do. I, I feel so strongly about everybody finding what they, what do you really want to do? It doesn't have to be a, a, like a, a career. It could be a hobby. Like what are you curious about? What are you interested in? Um, to create because you can be create you can be doing like if you're interested in being an ice skater go give it a try it doesn't matter what age you are you know like you're never going to be good the first two three four times like just keep on going at it um, like you don't you don't you're not born knowing how to ride a bike and I think that creating and just doing something that you love is the best antidepressant make time for yeah. yourself that's, that's what you yeah. really got to fight for, is time for yourself so that's what that I is say. that is the best message I've ever heard, and I totally mm-hmm. agree. People give up that. too easy. It's not it's not something that just you're born with. You know, you got to work at it, and then you get good, and then it gets addicting. A good addiction. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Yeah. And um, uh. <laughs> uh do you, by any chance, have any merch available? And if you do, where can we find it? Um, we, I am working on, um, I'm right in the middle of producing a, uh, a vinyl record. And hopefully it'll be out by uh, Christmas, maybe maybe 2020. It depends on everything. So, But that's my first merch. And I'm probably going to have a slew of T-shirts with the album cover. And I'll be signing each... Um, uh, vinyl record, and that should be on my website, www.whatisdefoe.com. That's awesome, and I and I can't wait. I can't wait for that to come out because I'm definitely going to buy that. And awesome. I'm, inter- I'm interested in the T-shirt too because that's literally all I wear. Just I'm a merch junkie. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, I love uh, I love a good oversized T-shirt. Same, same. All, all my mm-hmm. shirts are, all my shirts are like a size bigger, so, you know, I, I get that. the option of, so I can get the option of, do I want to get fat or do I want to stay the same? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but uh, this is the last question right here. Uh, 
If you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Uh, if I could, sorry, you broke up during the first part of the question. Oh, uh, if you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, who would it be and what would you talk about? Okay, let's think about this one. There's so many amazing ones. Okay. Definitely, yes. Uh, it would be is it either Emil Morricone or Tchaikovsky, but I don't speak Russian. Okay, he's a he's okay. a Russian, <laughs> and he I just love his music. He's just so romantic and dramatic, and it comes from the depths of a human soul. You can just hear it, you can feel it. But I'm gonna choose E um, Morricone because he is a producer like me. I, I also the music engineer and produce, and he twists the message and creates the path. So I would definitely choose him and I would ask him about I would ask him about how he gets performances from from musicians. I would ask um how he layers his strings. Um I would ask him where does he believe creativity comes from and uh yeah, I don't know. I, I would hope that we'd be stuck for a really long time. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, and I love that. That would be that would be great, and I'm sure you guys could, you know, maybe get pointers and music done together. I don't I, know. Huh. Oh yeah, I would try to convince him. I'd be one of those, and uh, trying to see if I can get on his next project somehow or another. Yeah, I'm definitely always the type of, hey, you guys should make a song together, you know, let's work or let's do something or, you know, <laughs> I know too many people, right. that's why, so, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy my interview with Defoe, I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Music and Beyond, thank you all for listening to this awesome interview, and check her out, she's amazing, her music is, it's beautiful, <laughs> Uh. Stay tuned. We have so much more coming up. And remember, everybody, that without music, life would be a mistake.